Hi and welcome to the About Her show. I am Sangeeta Relin, an educationist, a writer and a lifelong learner. I also run an e-magazine for women. This podcast is about trailblazing women and their journeys. Women who have broken many a barrier, many a stereotype to realize their potential. If they can do it, so can you. I firmly believe that one's childhood influences and experiences not only guide us but unknowingly steer our lives to destinations we may not have even imagined. The drive and ambition that is there in certain people and not in others is a consequence of such influences. Our guest this week, Padma Subramanian, is a trailblazing woman who has explored uncharted territories, walked the unknown path and emerged as a winner. Let's talk to her and understand what made her the driven and the focused woman she is. Hi Padma and welcome to this show. Uh, this is called the About Her Show hi. and hi, this is about women achievers, women who have made a success of their lives in terms of following their dreams and passions. So here we get them to talk about all of that. We call them women achievers and we want them to share the journey of their lives, to tell us about their ups and downs, challenges, successes, all of that so that the listeners can take inspiration from that because a lot of women want to do stuff, but there are various things which hold them back. So we want them to get inspired and motivated and, you know, step out of or get out of whatever is holding them back and realize their potential. And of course, eventually we want to build a community of women who are there to support, empower and mentor each other, be there for each other. So welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for this great opportunity. Uh, Very, very dear to my heart as well. So happy to be here. uh, Happy to contribute in whatever way I can. Thank you so much. So let's dive in and uh, tell us a little bit about your childhood and early life and how those experiences, they influenced your life path or whatever you're doing today. Absolutely. So I come from a very progressive minded family. Uh, Both my parents uh, were entrepreneurial in spirit. Uh, My mom was a very, very strong woman, raised us to be strong kids. Mm -hmm. Um, She would always tell us, you know, if you fall down, pick yourself up, dust yourself and keep walking because that resilience is going to hold you good. Uh, you know, one of my that is one of my favorite uh, things today to uh, impart to my kids as well. Very strong woman, very progressive, uh, wanted us to do well, but wanted us to be happy. So she never pushed us uh, to do this or to do that. She would or she was always behind us saying, I'm, I'm here, do what you need to, but I'm always there with you. And that carried through right through her life. She's no more today, but I know she's watching uh, from above. Uh, And, you know, even when I was married, I had two kids. She stood by me when I wanted to do my MBA. She and my mother-in-law, I should say, I mean, two very strong women. They stood behind me, helped me. I did, I just had enough time to play with my kids. They would, along with my husband uh, and my dad, they would take care of the kids. So I come from a family that's always been very inspiring, always been there for me, um, you know, and that's what's held me in good stead. 
Okay. So is there any particular childhood memory, any incidents that you would uh, specifically like to mention? Sure, yeah. So um, my mom, uh, she was not out there in the corporate world, but she was entrepreneurial. She did a lot of businesses staying at home. Uh, and one of the key things that she did was when data processing was not even something anyone understood, mm-hmm. uh, she got into that business, right? And uh, she assembled a few women around her and they went ahead and they were doing data processing at that stage. And that was, you know, that was a stage where uh, I was just in my, I think I was about 17, 18 um, very, very, you know, uh, young age. And I would see that and I would think, this is what I want to be, you know, I, I want to be someone who goes out and does things, who's, uh, who takes that initiative to go do things, hmm. things that are totally unknown, to, things that are, you know, and she was always like that. She would get in whether she knew it or not. And she'd say, hmm. I, I figured it out. Let's figure it out. You know, and that was the spirit I wanted. And I'm sure, you know, these are actually things, little, little things, which, uh, you know, like they influence us in ways that we, I I don't think we comprehend at the time when they're happening to us because, right, they trigger something in us, which, like you said, holds us in good stead in later years. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think I appreciated it just as much. Uh, you know, of course, I appreciated it, right? That's not the right word. But um, when I became a mom and of two girls, that's when I was like, okay, you know, time to impart something that makes them strong individuals. And, you know, that's when you start appreciating the kind of life you've had and the kind of role models you've had throughout your life. And to be honest with you, you know, growing up in, in uh, a household like that and then coming out and getting married and seeing my mother-in-law who's who's an equally strong woman Mm -hmm. you know who can actually my daughter is now a trader in Morgan Stanley and she just told me mom grandma knows so much about trading Mm -hmm. that I wish she had the opportunities I have today so very strong women but at at the same time very helpful they've helped Mm -hmm. me shape my life great great so tell us, as a child, what kind of dreams did you have? I mean, aspirations. I mean, what did you think you wanted to do when you grew up? I mean, anything? sure. Yeah. I'm going to give you uh, the real version, right? I don't want to color it or anything. Definitely. I mean, I don't think uh, in school, um, I want you to be an engineer, you know, it's colored by everybody else. I'm, you know, either you did an engineering degree or a medicine uh, when I was growing up and I wanted to do engineering. So it did uh, start off that way. Slowly, it started morphing in my uh, head. I wanted to do something where there is an impact uh, around me. Uh, you know, there is an impact to people that uh, I'm helping people. Things like that started forming in my head. But I, initially, when I started off, it was more about I want to do engineering. It was exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it was exciting to go do something. And we were, uh, I think in the eighth or ninth grade, uh, we were introduced to computer science. Okay. It was too exciting. It was very new uh, at that stage in India. So very exciting. And that was when I was like, I want to do this growing up. So Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's kind of 
uh, guided me along to. Okay. So that dream coupled with your mother's encouragement and her spirit, I think it was a no-brainer that you would, of course, you know, have a career and become financially independent. Correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was no doubt about that, right? Uh, And I went to uh, a very nice girls' school in uh, Bangalore Mm -hmm. where, again, very, you know, if you look at uh, people coming out of that school, they, they were groomed to say, I know what I'm doing, right? And we were groomed to say, yes, we can. And yes, we will. And I think that was important. Wonderful. Actually, that is all that you need in those years. So tell us uh, a little bit about what you do currently. I mean, what is your profile or what is it that you do? Sure. So I started this uh, company. We started off initially uh, with a technology services company where we did uh, work with uh, multiple customers on helping them with their go-to-market strategy, especially as it relates to a developer ecosystem, um, you know, with APIs and so on. And slowly we realized that what we were doing as services is something that can be productized. Uh, And my brother had come up with an innovative platform um, that, uh, you know, he was in the process of patenting. So we came together uh, and we started this company called Fiddy. Um, and we went ahead and, uh, you know, patented the base solution, went out and uh, started building up the platform. Today, uh, you know, we've started, uh, you know, in 2021, uh, we hit the market with the product. Actually, 2022, we hit the market with the product. 2021 was when we started developing the product. And um, today we have quite a few customers, some marquee customers uh, across the globe and uh, pretty large ones, even in India. Okay, that's wonderful, wonderful. So, of course, getting into this space, uh, you must have faced challenges along the way. And if you could elaborate on some of those and also some of those challenges which you may have faced because of your gender, if there were any. Sure, sure. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I mean, um, I don't know so much about the gender issue, right? Uh, And I'll tell you why, because I feel that um, any entrepreneur, man or woman, who Mm -hmm. starts off uh, faces some headwinds, right? Absolutely. And those headwinds are, I mean, again, it's, it's, you're small, you're trying to put together a product, you're putting together a team, you're either going to go funding or you're going to say, okay, you know, how do we start off this business with some kind of base capital? So we all face that. Um, And I did face that. Uh, We took a decision uh, to go ahead and invest. We uh, had a successful technology services company. So we invested in this. We started it that way. Um, And when we went out to raise, it was more about, okay, let's go and get those signals right. Uh, And we have phenomenal investors. Today, uh, you know, they stand by and make sure that we are successful. So great investors on the books. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we did we did start off that way. Right. Uh, This all the headwinds we faced was more around, uh, you know, do we go and do uh, a big fundraise? Do we not? you know, and, and going out and trying different things, pivoting uh, because some of the requirements do change along the way. So those were some of the headwinds. But thankfully, and by God's grace, I should say, we were able to convert those headwinds into tailwinds. And so today, I think what we face is, uh, especially over the last 
uh, 12 months, we faced an enormous uh, demand, um, just hitting the roof with our uh, with our growth. Um, and we've, we've seen phenomenal growth over the past years. And that's thanks to, uh, you know, thanks to all of our supporters, be it customers, we've had some phenomenal customers, great investors, and a wonderful team. I mean, couldn't have done it without them. I'm sure, I'm sure. Teamwork, of course, is the key to anything that you want to do in life. I mean, the key to success. All right. So tell me something, though, we've, um, you know, progressed a lot. And of course, you see women in every sphere, in every space, making a name for themselves. But STEM is one space where still um, you do feel, you know, that you don't have enough women. And uh, it's not only about India. I think it's uh, a worldwide. Yeah. So why do you think that happens? And what can we do to kind of you know, encourage or push girls or change the way people think? What is it that we can do about it? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think things are changing for sure. Right. Yeah. And we have yeah. seen, um, I mean, even even if I go back to when I was in college, there was a lot more. Uh, women who wanted to get into STEM and uh, so on. Um, and I think it's growing. But I think one of the major things that uh, I've seen, I've actually mentored a few girls. My kids have gone out and uh, worked with some inner city uh, children in Bangalore. Um, what we find is there's a there's a sense of, uh, you know, um, trying to figure out what's in it, right, from a career perspective. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we've seen uh, that I think one of the key areas where I would advise uh, women, especially young girls, is stay the course. STEM is great, mm-hmm. um, you know, and stay the course, have role models. Right. And sure. uh, if you start reading about people who've done well and coming from your uh, circumstance, coming from your kind of situation, I think those are things that really hold good. The other thing is mentorship. There's not enough said about mentorship, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, young women. Yeah. And I think it's something that I encourage every woman to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, they and get yourself a coach. I don't mean to say that you have to go and procure a coach. It yeah. can be your mother. It can be your aunt. It can be your boss. It can be anybody in your vicinity who, mm-hmm. you know, um, who can help you, who can guide you along the way. And I think those are important uh, steps to take um, as a woman or even as a boy getting into a career, right? So those are things you need uh, and you need to uh, lay out a path for yourself as, uh, and, you know, literally, I think you need an end goal, right? So understanding where this path is leading um, what are the pivots that you need to do? What What is the learning that you need to do along the way? Those yeah. are things that are important. And, and it's I, continuous learning, you know. Absolutely. Um, absolutely agree. That is important. And I think on our part, women, you know, who have reached a certain stage and age, we can kind of reach out like what you're doing and mentor and talk to these girls and, you know, encourage. I think uh, that yeah. is also required. Because all these stereotypes that are there that women can't get into STEM or it is tough for them, whatever it is that bothers these young girls. I think, you know, women like you, what what we're doing currently now is also the same thing that we can reach out and, you know, kind of tell them that these are all myths. These are not things that you really need to believe. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and have that strength of character, have that strength in yourself, belief in yourself, yes. right? Yes. Uh, that is very important. I think that, uh, you know, whatever path, whatever career path you choose, yeah, uh, believing in yourself is very important. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So tell me, Padma, of course, we are humans. We are, of course, you know, if, uh, doing what we want to do. We have our career paths and all of that. But not every day is the same. And we do have ups and downs, you know, in life. So how do you cope with those? And how do you kind of get out of a situation which is like, you know, uninspiring, demotivating on a particular day? Yeah. And, and you know, especially as an entrepreneur, I've faced more of those days uh, okay. than I, you know, I care to remember. But yes, I think the major thing is to have, a, you know, a sense of belief. And I, I really do, uh, you know, take this very seriously right where I have a sense of belief that what I'm doing is something that I believe in something that I know is going to lead somewhere Um, I'm not looking you know I I don't have these unicorn kind of uh, goals or anything of the sort if it happens it happens right I believe that what I'm doing has an impact and I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it right uh, so that kind of leads me on. Um, I think in terms of de- uh, stress relief, um, I do a lot of meditation. Um, you know, I, I every day there is a set time I do sit down and do my meditation. Okay. It's in the form of prayers, but, you know, I, I do that. Um, and that kind of grounds me too, you know, it doesn't get me too high, too low. Keeps yeah, me yeah. Uh, completely... Uh, at a plane. Uh, the other thing is I spend enough time uh, with my family, make it a point to call my kids every day. Of course, my brother and I work together. So we spend a lot of time to, uh, talking together. Mm-hmm. My husband, you know, the family, my dad is here. So we, we spend a lot of time as a family as well. And I think that's important. So having, you know, I, I would say for anybody understanding what is it that helps you um, de-stress is an important aspect and, and yeah. you need that routine in order to do that you're right you need to figure out what is it that kind of de-stresses you and you know takes your mind away from whatever is bothering you it could be taking a walk it could be listening to music oh, it could be reading a book it could be just about anything yeah that's right that's right yeah. so another thing of course you have lived a life far away from Um, India and of course you know settling into a new country and all of those things so any particular life lessons any particular uh, you know things that you would like to talk about in terms of yeah yeah and and the thing that uh, comes to my mind when you talk about that is um, you know in uh, I think it was around 2010 I was working in Cisco um, and I had a territory that was that covered we lived I lived in Singapore for about four years at that time and I had a territory that covered Asia Pacific Japan and China as a theater mm-hmm. and every country I went to I learned something new uh, you know I, I was in sales at that time right so we were selling to all of these countries but then every uh, you know it wasn't just on a professional level but even on a cultural level I un- every country I went to Every uh, country that was part of my territory, I learned something new. Every team member 
that I interacted with, I learned something new. And it was a huge learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. It was a, a very successful stint professionally, but even on a personal level, I think I grew, um, you know, in this in this job. And I think, you know, there were there were things like understanding what it was to dress a certain way in a certain country, how to respect your host, you know, um, and uh, and reciprocate what they were showing you. So things like that, small mm-hmm. things, but it made a big difference to me. So that's one thing that really stood out in my uh, in my head. The other thing is, um, you know, in I think about three summers ago, uh, my kids were in high school. Uh, every summer for about three years, they came and they were uh, volunteering in an inner city school in Bangalore. Okay. And I was, I mean, along with four other friends, uh, not all of them from Bangalore or not all of them from India even. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, taking care of all these girls, you know, staying, they were all staying together with me. Um, and I had this huge sense of responsibility. So I'd go out there and volunteer with them whenever I could or sit back and listen to what they were talking about. And that was such a learning experience. The first day, my daughter, they they did live a life of privilege. So we wanted them to go out there and understand that not everything is, uh, you know, not everyone is as privileged. So she came back and she said, mom, they come to school because they want to eat. And that oh, broke our oh. hearts, right? Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, things like that, that we, we did go back and we uh, helped build a digital library in that school. It was oh. such a learning experience for not just the kids, but all of us. Yeah. So those those things stay with me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. These are actually life-changing experiences because... I think somewhere we get used to a particular way of living, a particular style of living, and we get so caught up in the mundane that we just, right. you know, lose sight of these other people who are leading lives which are completely different from ours and which, like you said, are not as privileged as ours. So, yes, these can be great eye openers and somewhere our kids need to know about this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Padma, uh, of course, we spoke about STEM and how girls can be encouraged to follow their hearts if that is where the hearts lie. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, for young girls, I mean, you have daughters of your own. What would you like to advise them? You know, young girls who are right now exploring, they're on the threshold of their personal and professional lives. What would you like them to keep in mind going forward? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is try and you know try new things if you have a certain passion do not be scared to follow it right mm-hmm. uh, we live in an age where a- anything is possible you can you can reach success with anything there as long as you have your heart in it and you put in the effort so i would say do not get scared to try new things go try new things convert yeah. every failure into a learning experience right we, we never thought that we are uh, sometimes we are, you know we are scared of failures there's yeah. nothing to be scared of failures we all fail you know every person every individual in this uh, in this world fails somewhere or the other so yeah. it is about taking those uh, failures and understanding and learning from those failures and moving on and you know being resilient understanding your own self spend enough time to understand yourself and bring out that inner strength within you. And I think that is important for every person. You yeah. know, and, and 
remove this hesitation. I've I've uh, interacted with a lot of young girls mm. who sometimes mm. have this inhibition, right? It is, am I right or am I wrong? Do yeah. not question yourself. Do not doubt yourself. Go out there and do what you think is right. And it's not just about girls, right? I've, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I have uh, daughters with who who've had uh, you know who have friends, both ma- uh, men and women, mm-hmm. and they all come and stay with us. You know, I've, I had last uh, last year over Christmas, we had about uh, six, seven kids come and stay with us. You know, boys, girls. And I see this in all of them, this fear of, oh, if I try this, what if I fail? And I've been telling them, no, it's okay, fail, it's fine. You know, you learn from it. So I think that is important for anybody. Yeah, great things actually come out of uh, failures because those are huge lessons. I mean, successes don't teach you as much. They probably teach you how to bask in their glory. But if you haven't failed in life, then I don't think, you know, you've really got those um, very critical life lessons. Yes. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So Padma, uh, of course, um, there's in a world in which we live, women are, like I said, making a name for themselves, wherever they're going. So do you think people, and of course here I'm talking of both men and women, do they react differently to successful women as compared to how they would react to successful men? You know, again, um, maybe I've just been fortunate, right? I've not seen too much of a difference in in that sense. People have been appreciative. Um, I also think it depends on yourself, right? It depends on how you interact with people and what kind of an aura you project. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I've never cared about another's opinion right and I I say this um, even as a kid I was told do not look at another person you are a different individual they are different people right Mm -hmm. Uh, do not compare Uh, it's you yourself that you have to compare with not anybody outside and so I think I have that in me that I it doesn't matter to me I'm not seeking validation outside it is validation inside so I, I feel that I've not given too much thought to what people say or do around me in that sense, but I've had great supporters, Sangeeta. God, I've, you know, I couldn't have come wherever I am without those kind of uh, supporters, both men and women, right? Right from my husband who, uh, as I told you, I did my MBA when uh, I had two little kids, right? Two years and five years. Uh, you know, my my parents would come six months, my mother-in-law would come six months, my husband would take care of the kids, drop them in daycare for many, many years, uh, you know, for this, uh, actually this two years, I don't think I saw their daycare even once, right? So things like that, where they really supported me. And today in my entrepreneurial journey, be it my brother, my, you know, my in-laws, my dad, it doesn't matter who, right? I've always had support. And of course, my investors um, and team, I have two wonderful, uh, actually three wonderful investors who are always there with me, who supported me. So I think there have always been that support and I've learned to be grateful rather than think through, you know, is someone looking at me a different way? I'm sure there are people, you know, yeah. judging me yeah. for who I am, but it doesn't bother me. 
the world is full of all kinds of people. You choose exactly. to focus on what you want. And I think that's a positive kind of mindset that we need to have. Right. So, uh, you know, there's an uh, observation, which I think you also must have made and seen people do that. What I call the midlife rebooting. A lot of us out there in their 40s and maybe sometimes 50s as well are switching to careers and passions, which, you know, they probably had not thought of, or even if they had thought of early on in their lives, they were not able to pursue them. But now there's so many of us who are doing different things. We may be doing what we had set out to do. So maybe the other things could be side hustles or we may have completely let go of what we were doing earlier to pick up other kinds of things. So what do you have to say? This is a midlife crisis or I mean, how do you describe that? (laughs) Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, I did the same, right? I I was very happy in my corporate job, by the way. I mean, uh, if someone had... uh, uh, spoken to me about five, six years, not five, six, maybe seven years ago, uh, and told me, hey, you could do, uh, you know, you could go and start off on my on your own. I would have mm-hmm. laughed at them, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I was too happy in my corporate job. Perks uh, mm-hmm. were great. I was in sales. So I was making good commissions, <laughs> you know, so very yeah. happy all around. But it was accidental, you know, and I met a, a partner, I met a customer who was like, you know you could do this um, yeah and we were talking over dinner and it was like could do this on your own and then it became a little serious you know a serious mm-hmm. conversation then I, I start questioning myself yes I can do this on my own why am I not doing it right why not try it and my husband was like okay go try it and it was at a point where actually you know I uh, sometimes I think maybe I should wait a couple of years my co- uh, uh, older daughter was just getting into college and I was like okay I'm, I dropped my corporate job I'm gonna start all my on my own <laughs> I mean sometimes it feels um, crazy right and that's why I think uh, maybe it's a midlife crisis but I think it is the pivot a midlife pivot right and I don't know if it is something that um, over the years, you know, we gain confidence to, uh, I've always analyzed this, uh, this way, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe after so many years in the corporate job, there was this confidence within me to say, yeah, I can do something on my own. And I think I have all the tools that are required to go to it. And that's why uh, I felt confident. To it. I mean, sometimes on the, uh, on the flip side, it feels, hmm. Maybe it was midlife crisis. But yeah, on the whole, I feel it was more the confidence within me coming out to do that midlife pivot. And maybe that's what it is for other women as well. We've spent enough time, you know, working, doing what we uh, did that we feel that we could go start something totally different. See, I also feel, you know, that earlier, also in earlier times, people did feel that, but maybe, you know, there wasn't so much of awareness or there wasn't, you know, so much of, uh, how would I say, uh, you know, financial ability also in the sense now, I guess, you know, we look at our parents, then whatever they picked up to do. So if there was a banker, he continued to be a banker all his life. And even if they had interests and passions, they were on the side. But right now, I think because of awareness also, there's so much happening around us. So there is that's a huge amount of inspiration. Because when you Sorry. see that there are other people doing it, you also, you know, that adds to your confident confidence. Yeah. So not only are you confident about your ability, but you also, I think, feel that, yes, if others can do it, 
I can also give it a try. Yeah. 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 And I think the you touched a very good point, which is on the financial side, right? Yeah. I mean, we are uh, 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 in that way, we are a fortunate generation, right? We, we yeah. did gain some kind of financial ability to say, it's okay. Yeah. The kids are going to college. Fine. We have something with which we can, you know, uh, we can fund that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, we'll try it out. We'll try something new. Right. I, I think that's what, uh, gave us that strength too hmm. Hmm. right right okay so as a woman we are constantly juggling different balls different roles because we have multiple roles to play I know I mean no Absolutely. matter what we do so is there any uh, particular uh, any any tips that you would share with us any tricks that you have learned over a period of time how yeah. to juggle so could you share those with us Sure. And I'll, I'll give you a classic example. I think my productivity actually went up after I had kids. I mean, it may sound totally different, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I I feel that before I had kids, I would waste that time. I'd come back home, you know, and I remember my husband and I, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do, but, you know, we'd sit and watch friends. We'd uh, have uh, a nice time going out having fun stuff like that right mm-hmm. and then um I, I decided to uh to write my gmat uh when i was i didn't know that at that time but i was pregnant with my second kid okay. um and you know i had my first kid she was like two and a half years old and that changed the time management skills for me i'd, I'd get up early in the morning 4 30 I wanted to be there uh, when she was awake, right? When she woke up, I wanted to be there with her. So that changed me as a person. I became more, um, you know, more efficient about time. I became more, uh, you know, if I I needed to spend about six hours earlier on a job, I knew how to get it done in four because, hey, I want to be with that baby I created, right? So I think my kids changed me in that sense for the better. Um, And, you know, I I absolutely, I think that that's one of the key things that uh, helped me along the way. But of Mm -hmm. course, I cannot minimize the fact that I um, have a very supporting husband, very encouraging, Mm -hmm. um, always taking me on to go try new things, you know, yeah, I'm fortunate that way. And also, you, you know, uh, yes, my parents, my brother, they they were always supportive. But it's uh, for women, especially, it's the family that you marry into yes. can make or break it. Yeah. And I'm I very see. fortunate. I have a mother-in-law who would say, you know, in the morning, I'd come down and say, Mom, shall I, shall I make the breakfast? And she'd be like, have you finished studying? Go study. I'll do this. So... Yeah. Can never forget that. That's huge. Yes, that's huge. And like you said, of course, when you know you're thrown into the deep sea, that's when you learn how to swim. So when your children come and, you know, you have more responsibilities, that's when you start looking at prioritizing your life, time management, all of those things. Because I think before that, if you don't feel the need, you don't do it. I think that's all of us. That's huge. Yeah. So Padma, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Completely in a philanthropic role. And I don't mean to say this because it's a podcast. I'm done uh, making money. I'm like, you know, (laughs) I want to retire Uh (laughs) at some stage. But I want to do something that 
that uh, you know that feels good okay this time right and um, i do want to do more uh, towards uh, girls education very passionate about that we do work very closely with a couple of organizations wonderful so, so um, i don't know in what capacity but i probably will go out and start helping them more than i'm doing today that's wonderful actually and we need all the help in this space that we can get because whatever right. said and done i think a lot of mentorship a lot of encouragement is needed girls need to get that and yeah. there's so many, you know because i think we are at a stage where a lot of girls are confused also because you know there are different uh, parts of their lives pulling them in different directions so somewhere somebody who's like i mean our age group can tell them you know how to prioritize or what to prioritize or at least you know share a few tips i think that right. is something very very essential all right sure. yeah. so padma can a woman have it all absolutely why not i think anybody can have it all yeah. all you need to know all you need to do is believe that you can have it all right yes, i agree and okay. that's all that is important believe in yourself and have that belief in you, you know and again i don't want to sound religious or anything but mm-hmm. you know have that belief in the universe Yes. and what it does to you right and whatever you want to call the universe yeah have that belief that there's something there guiding you and i think it'll, it it will guide you great great so padma that is it and this was all that we wanted to talk about it was absolutely wonderful having you on the show thank you i think we need more women like you who are not only following their heart and passion but also encouraging other girls because i think like you know that giving back is so very critical you can't always be a taker at some point you have to become a giver as well so thank you yes. so much it was indeed wonderful having you on the podcast thank you awesome thank you so much sangeeta i enjoyed it as well and i appreciate you inviting me to this I'm good happy. luck to you and all success to what your uh, you set out to do thank you thank you so much thank you Thank you for listening to this podcast. Tune in every Thursday for some more inspiring conversations with women trailblazers. If you like the show, follow us and you could leave a review to help us get better. You could even get in touch with us on any one of our social media handles.